minister your word to us with grace in the name of Jesus. Let your word come with simplicity. I come under the influence to preach and to teach. And your people come under the anointing to hear and to perceive. Let none live here the same. Let everybody live here impacted, affected in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please take your seats whilst you welcome somebody to church. Hallelujah. This month is a month we've titled, I'm a burning and a shining light. Amen. Tell your neighbor you are a burning and a shining light. Tell somebody else you are a burning and a shining light. Tell somebody else behind you, you are a burning and a shining light. Tell somebody else you will shine. Tell somebody else you will burn. If anybody comes near you, they burn to ashes. Hallelujah. Is there a movie called Fireman? Somebody said on fire, always on fire. I don't know. Maybe we should act one. Where you'll be a burning man. <laughs> a burning man. Hallelujah. John chapter 5, the verse number 32 to 38. Um, seven. John chapter 5, 32 to 7. There is another that beareth witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. Let's go on, please. Ye sent unto John, and he bear witness unto the truth. But I, I received not testimony from man, but these things I say that ye might be saved. So, of course, he's just announcing his assignment. His assignment is for the salvation of what? Humanity. He says, he was a burning and a shining light. And ye were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. So, John had a light. And his light was a burning and a shining one. And of course, we said on the 31st night that, okay, let's just finish reading. 36. But I have greater witness than that of John for the works which the Father has given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me, that the Father you let me finish with it. <laughs> that the father has sent me. Verse 37. And the father himself, which has sent me, has borne witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his sheep. In other words, he's trying to tell them that if you see me, you see the father. Hallelujah. Wonderful. John was a burning and a shining light. John was what? A burning and a shining light. And we said on the 31st night that God created two lights. Genesis chapter 1 verse 14. The word of the Lord came. Genesis. Hey. We're starting 2020 like this with me. Uh, and God said, let there be lights 
in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. So the lights regulate signs. They regulate seasons. They regulate days. And they regulate what? Years. The lights, they regulate days. They determine your day. They determine your night. They determine your seasons. They determine, so they are not just for the determination of physical seasons or seasons where people enter into maybe June, July, August, September, October. No, not just that. It also regulates because the light is an influence and this light's influence, they also influence people's destinies and people's lives. So your life is influenced by the influence of this element. So God did not just put this light there for putting. Those in the dark sciences understand some of these things. So they use them to dominate in their world. One of the things, for example, they use, of course, we found out that the sun, the, the side lights he created with some, whatever, one, two, six, one, two, six, we, um, we found out later on that he created the moons as well. And the, the moon, the sun, and then what? The um, stars. Now, they use these things. So, for example, you find people with a diabolical world that know to read people's stars. They can look at you and tell the number of stars you have and how many have quenched and how many have been stolen. Because they know people's stars, they also know how to steal them. They also know how to tap into them. They also know how to use other people's stars. I told you before how a young man used his brother's star because he understood these diabolical things. So he tapped into it used his brother's star was shining more than his. He used it and became very prosperous in life. And the day the brother died, he said, I have no use for this star anymore. <laughs> Go with it. But he prospered on another star. When Jesus was born, it was said that the wise men followed his star. These things were not written in scripture just for writing. They are written in scripture to instruct us to understand how God's world operates. Amen? So, that star was what they followed. When they came and reached where this Jesus was, <laughs> Herod also knew that some people have come to town. What guided them to that town? A star. But when they got to town, God also, who is beyond them, decided to evacuate the child. Told the father and mother, move the child. When he moved the child out, the magis or the magicians were looking for the stars. They couldn't find the star anymore. Herod said, where, where are you going? He said, we don't know. We can't see the table. But he has vanished. When they, they say, okay, when you go and you find the child, 
come and tell me so that I also go and worship. Lie. You want to kill a child. The moment they left Herod's place, the star appeared. But the star did not just appear. An angel came and warned them. When you go, pass another way. Just be going. Be going. Be going. If you don't know, you come back. <laughs> you will be end in Herod's house. Be going. And they knew to understand that when you are dealing with supernatural elements, especially angels, they could they, angels appear to magicians. God is sovereign. And they knew to obey the voice of those angels. That look, let's be going. So the moment they saw the son, the, the, the son of righteousness, and worshipped him, they left. Why are these things so? They are so for our learning. But you see, it's a parallel. It's a parallel truth. And I said that the sun and the moon are two different lights. The moon is a reflective light in the sense that it takes its source of energy its source of reflection from the sun. So at night, when you think you have light from the moon, it's fake. It's a minor light. It's actually drawing its strength from the sun, which means that the sun, even though you see the sun go down, the sun does not go down. It needs to be there to be giving light to the moon and to the day, to the night and to the day. So the moon is an indirect sun. It draws its light from the sun. The moon is a reflective sun. Or it's a reflective, um, sorry, light. But the sun is a burning light. And it burns, when it's burning, it burns with all of its full energy. And that is why magicians have also manage to understand that look it is not just physical element it has a parallel in the spirit now what is the parallel in the spirit that's what I want us to look at now why was John called a burning and a shining light the reason is simple let's get into the word now okay let's go to the book of John chapter 9 from the verse number 3 to 5 It says, Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Then he says, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Take note of Jesus' words. Whilst it is what? Day. The night is coming when no man can work. I don't think it is talking, he was talking about physical day and night. It is metaphorical. It is implying something else. It's talking about a season or another dimension or another realm which is not physical but what? Spiritual. Amen. As long as, then he says something, as long as I am in the world or in the cosmos, he says, I am the light of the world. As long as I'm in the world, I dominate darkness. As long as I'm in the world, I'm the one that must influence the world, the cosmos. It's, it's not, so his territory, 
And I told you on, on the 31st night that light is not for shining. Light is for ruling. He says, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule what? The night. So light was not created to shine forth. It was created to dominate. It was created to what? To rule. Hallelujah. Now so, what was Jesus saying? He was saying that the blind man is in darkness. And God in darkness. What can a blind man see? Somebody tell me. What do you think a blind man will see? Can he ever see light? No. So, Jesus healing that blind man. He became the light to that blind man. And he caused that work. He caused that work. What kind of work? God's work. In other words, he superimposed another dimension into this dimension. So that God's, he says that so that what? The glory of God or the work of God will be seen in this man. What was the work he was talking about there? It's, called the, it's also called in another language, the glory of God. Hallelujah. It's called what? The glory of God. So Jesus said to this man, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light. How is he the light? Because he dominated that darkness. And we said in Genesis chapter 1, the verse number 1 and 2, shall we go there quickly? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, verse 2, and the earth was without form and void. And darkness, somebody say darkness, was upon the face of the deep. This darkness, I told you before, is not the one for influencing day and night. Is the activity of Satan. It's something spiritual. So, because it was something spiritual, the Holy Ghost himself had to handle it. So, the Bible says, and the Spirit of God, if it was day, natural day and night, all we need to influence the darkness was what? Sun. So, why do we need the Holy Ghost? When there was darkness. We need the Holy Ghost here because it is something spiritual. Initiated by a, an, a spiritual alien. And he continues the same now. So the sun and the moon, even though they were created for the day, the parallel spiritual truth is that we saw that Jesus is also called the son of righteousness. Let's go to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. From verse 4, please. It says, in whom the God of this world has blinded. Oh, let's start from verse 3. We'll make a better read. It says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In whom? So darkness dwells in 
places, in territories, even in people, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them. Remember the blind man that Jesus healed. So just, just connect the two. Whom the, has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God, the express image, the effulgence of the Father should shine unto them Verse 6, verse 5. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Verse 6. For God who commanded, so, 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 I want you to now bring your mind here now. For God who commanded what? The light to shine out of darkness. So, that darkness there was not physical darkness. All God had to do was to show up. And out of the darkness, he commanded what? Light. That is to say that irrespective of how far the devil can go, with any impossibility, God can command light out of it. You're not hearing me. I said God can command light out of it. So, Jesus said that it is not because this boy or the mother or the parents have done anything, but so that light will come out of that darkness. So, when the light shines, light is commanded out of darkness. When you see darkness around you, you behave like your father. You don't keep quiet. You command light out of the darkness. So, it, what it means is that you can see darkness around you. Don't be perturbed. Don't be moved. Darkness is permitted to occupy territories because darkness has one, 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 one assignment to influence and to take territories. But the same way light also has what? Influence and has one assignment to make sure that anywhere light, anywhere darkness is, it dissipates. So for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts. So the light we are talking about is not physical light here. We are talking about a spiritual light that shines in our hearts. And it's called the light of Christ. It's called the light of God that shines in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Hold on to that thought. In the face of Jesus Christ. So, this light does not shine because you are singing the song, I'm the light of the world. I'm the salt of the earth. No. It shines because it says to give the light of the knowledge. The light of what? The knowledge. So it is not, you can have light and it can be hidden. That's why Jesus said you are the light that cannot be hidden. Which means that you can have light and it can be hidden. You can have light and it can be quenched. 
I'm pushing. I'm trying. It's the first, so I'm slowly working it. <laughs> I'm working it. You can have light, and your light will be quenched. That is why there are many believers that are walking about. Their light is quenched. Oh, yes. They are singing, I'm the light of the world. Yet you look, all you see is darkness. You are not seeing light. The reason is that, you see, it's the problem is not the darkness. The problem is your lack of light. When darkness is in a place, darkness is not the problem. Darkness is permitted to dwell anywhere. In fact, where there is space, darkness wants to occupy. Oh, if you like, come here when nobody's here and the lights are off. The place is dark and it's winter. It's even worse. Darkness wants to occupy. So what do we do? We put the light on. So anything, darkness is not your problem. Your problem is light. That must be given to you through the knowledge of the glory of, the, of God. And he says, in the face of Jesus Christ. So, Luke chapter 2, verse 32, the scripture has this to say. It says, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people, Israel. Can we take in another version, maybe NLT or New International Version? Or New King James. It says, good, I like NIV. Because it brings it out better. It says, a light for revelation to the Gentiles. And for glory to your people in Israel. It means light has two purposes. Light brings revelation. Light brings what? Illumination. Light brings to come to pass what was hidden. So when Jesus was born, Jesus was born, number one, to be a light for revelation to the Gentiles. Those who are without, outside the commonwealth of Israel. But then he says, there are some other people as well that are in the light. For them, what they need is glory. What is glory? The shining forth. So, light can grow stronger If you are in the light. In the light, what we experience is called what? Glory. So Jesus came to bring those that were outside into the light. Now when you come into the light, that's called revelation. Now when you come into the light, revelation is not sufficient. You must now walk in the glory. So the intensity of your glory determines the intensity Intensity of your light.
So John 1 verse 9 talks about Jesus being the true light. This is what? The one who is the true light. Who gives light to everyone who came into the world. So everybody that came into the world, what you receive and what you need is the light of God. True Christ. He's a light. Which giveth not just light, he is the true light. Which means that there is a false light. And I'm going somewhere with this. That the true light, the sun to rule the day, the moon to rule what? The night. Then he says something. From that, you can infer, if the moon is taking its light from the sun, then it simply means that the sun rules both the day and the night. Amen? Now, so, if you walk in the light of the moon, what are you walking in? It's light. But it's what? A lesser light. It's indirect light. When you walk in the light of the sun, it's light. But what kind of light is it? Oh, come on. Somebody talk to me. Come on, everybody, talk to me. Greater light. And that light burns. Those of us that drive, we know we don't like, I don't like night driving because my feet are very heavy. So I don't like anything hindering how heavy the feet can be, you know? <laughs> so I, I want to be driving without looking to be sure if, you know, when you are driving at night, you need another light to see. When you are driving during the day, you don't need any, you need sunlight. Everything is bright. Even if a fly flies around, you will see it. But at night, you have to be careful. You have to be seen at a particular distance in front of your car every moment. So the, something could appear in front of your car and you will not know it. Like the young man I told you before that I told not to kill any cat he sees on my way to our father's house. My father's house. He was driving at night. He, he, he didn't see the cat earlier. <laughs> I said, if you kill any cat on the way, we stop here. He killed cats. That's how that car was grounded. How long did your father's car stay there? He stayed there for long ago. Because there are things that rule the night. There are things that rule the day. Yeah. It, it was not a physical cat. So I, I was telling, when you are going, any daddy you see, thou shalt not kill. Please stop. Let the daddy pass. You know daddy? Cat, meow. I said, any cat you see, let it pass. He thought he was wiser than myself. He went to hit one. I don't know what he hit, but he hit something. And that's how the car grounded us. That car stayed in that village for, for quite some time. Because the thing did not hit a physical cat. It healed a spiritual cat. <laughs> uh, yes. 
Now, so what are we saying? What we are saying is that there are elements that rule the night and there are elements that rule the day. His visibility was impaired because he was driving <laughs> at night. So it was not his fault per se. He had the, the instruction. He could have obeyed. But at night, visibility is low. What am I trying to say? You see, when you walk in the light of the moon, even though it is light, it's a lesser light. There are many lights that believers walk in. But it says, it says, when you receive revelation, Christ is the unveiling of the truth of the scriptures. But in the New Testament, or in the, in the unveiling of Christ in the epistles, there is a greater light. And in that greater light, he calls you the light of the world. He calls you a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. He calls you what? So, you see, when you walk into a territory, don't walk thinking that something is pursuing me this year. Walk knowing that you are light. And so, when you step into the place, you must dominate. And don't go afraid. Every spirit of fear in this atmosphere, I curse it. Every spirit of fear in this atmosphere, I say I curse it. I say I curse it. In the name of Jesus. So light brings revelation, illumination. Ephesians 5 verse 13 says, But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. So that is a simple definition of light. Light makes manifest. Everything that was hidden. So when we talk about revelation, we are talking about something that was covered that has been what? Unveiled. Let me see if I have something in my pocket. Um, okay, let me find something to put in my pocket. Give me a pen or something. Okay, your phone. Your phone. Now, this is a phone. All of you can see this is a phone, isn't it? Now, if I put it here and I came in and you didn't know that there was a phone. even Okay, yeah. If you don't, some of you shouldn't be smart and see the shape. If you didn't know that it was a phone, would you know what was inside my pocket? But you can see that there's something there. The knowledge that there is something there is not enough. What is it? What is it? So the only way you know what it is is when what? Now, Jesus appearing was bringing what was hidden in the Old Testament to bear. And we saw it. And we know. He calls that what? Revelation. But it says when you dwell in the light, something else must hit you. It's beyond just revelation. It's the glory. Hallelujah. Well, I just, we'll just, let me just quickly recap around that area and then I will stop. We have a whole week to excavate this thing, so let me not push it too much. So the manifestation of Jesus Christ brought the unveiling of Christ. Okay? In the Old Testament. So in the Old Testament, we find Christ covered. But in the New Testament, the epistles, Christ was what? Revealed. Christ was revealed. Christ was revealed. So, if Christ was revealed in the New Testament, for what purpose and to what end? That simply tells you that the Old Testament truths are lights 
but there are lights that are lesser compared to the resurrection of Christ. When he resurrected, he brought us into something else that is a greater light. So Hebrews chapter 2, the verse number 7 downwards has this to say. Steve, you had the whole night to sleep. If I find you closing your eyes again, I'll come after you. The fasting. He's not started fasting. The fasting is tomorrow. Let's start from verse 9 because it's almost 12. So. It is, but we see Jesus. Someone say we see Jesus. The, I told you the earlier scripture. In the face of Christ. The writer of Hebrews says, we see Jesus. Who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Crowned with what? Glory and honor. That he, somebody say he. By the grace of God should taste death for every man. If he tasted death for you then you must have this knowledge that no devil will kill you until you fulfill your time. It's your year of life. I prophesy life to you. This year you will walk in life. Everything around you that is dying, Christ died, it must come alive. I say life is in the sun. And as that life is in the sun, as we see Jesus, we see life. I say we see life. Sickness in your body, it gives way to life. I say, you see life. For it became him for whom are all things. And by whom are all things in bringing many sons. Unto what? Glory. Revelation, glory. Revelation, glory. If you forget anything, don't forget this too. The unveiling of Christ is the revelation of God's mind concerning you. But you see, that was just the lesser light. When you step into the light himself, Christ, you shine forth. It's called what? Glory. In bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. So his resurrection brought us into the light. And that is why we are called what? Children of light. James 1 verse 18, the scripture has this to say concerning God. It says of his own will. Let's start from verse 17, please. It says every good and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of what? Lights. The father of what? Light. Who is that light? Hmm? Who is that light? No. I've taught you this before. Light. Not light. In 1 John 1, 5, he says that God is light. In him there is no what? Darkness. Jesus is the light of the world. He says, the father of what? Lights. We are the children of light. So what are we? Lights. He's not going to talk about Jesus here. 
He's talking about you. Jesus has come and he is gone. I represent him here. So everywhere I go, I shine forth his light in my heart. That is why God is called the father of what? Lights. So that is why when two or three people, the Bible says when they come together concerning anything, darkness gives way. Why? Because the lights, it becomes an amalgamation of lights. So light upon light, we are joining together in prayer. We are saying this thing, this darkness must go. The darkness must go. I hope you are getting this. You need to get this. That's why I'm not rushing with this thing. It's slow for a reason. Don't sleep on me. Steve is feeling so tired. The, 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 the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Body is weak. But you need to get this from the beginning. So when you say, I'm the light of the world, you need to understand it. You are truly the light of the world because you're the father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. The verse 18. Then it says, of his own will begat he us. So he's talking about what? Us. He's not talking about Jesus. He's talking about us. So James is unveiling the heart of the father that Jesus came as the light of the world. When he resurrected, we became the lights of the world. With the word, what he begat us with what the word of truth. We were born again into light. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. And when he talks about creatures, he's not only talking about human beings. He's talking about the elements. He's talking about stones. He's talking about things around. It means that we are the first fruits of everything he created. In Genesis, when there was darkness, he called what? Light out of the darkness. Now, when that, that was, we called that the creation, okay? Now, the light he called out of darkness, the light there, everything in that thing in that world subjected itself to that light. Are you hearing me? So, therefore, everything in this world, creatures beneath the earth, underneath the earth, in the heavens, on the earth, everything subjects itself to the first fruits of his creatures. We are the lights of the world. He's saying that everywhere we go, we dominate. The roads must be the cars must obey you. Amen. Your fridge that is spoiling must obey you. Amen. Elements, everything he created. Your body must obey you. Your body is feeling one kind. You tell that body, this is light. Light shines here. Light dominates here. Every darkness in this body. Sickness is darkness. Come out. Out. I say out. You tell that thing, light dominates here. When that devil shows up, in case they travel, they, he was sent and he did not have passport and he had to travel through the air and he shows up in your room, he will not find you sleeping there. He will find light. I say he will find light. When he comes there, he is looking 
for somebody with the name called Michelle. But when he looks, he does not see Michelle. He sees a lighted man, a lighted woman. He says, hey, what is this that I'm seeing? That light cannot be touched. The Bible says, and the light shineth in darkness. Darkness cannot handle it. Sickness cannot handle your light this year. I am saying that nothing can handle your light this year. I am saying that the elements around you, you are the first fruit of every creature. Everything around you is subjected to your light. I say your, your car is subjected to your light. Your house is subjected to your light. Your bank account is subjected to your light. Your life is subjected to your light. If your health is subjected to your light. You can dominate your health with your light. You can dominate everything around you with your light. You are the light of the world. I say you are the light of the world. A city that cannot be hidden. In other words, in this year, nothing can hide you. You will not be hidden. Your star will not be hidden. Everything that has been spoken concerning you, it cannot be hidden. The Bible says, hold on unto the light, the fecal of light, until the dead dawns shines in your heart and that dead dawn has come. The fickle of light was a revelation of the Old Testament but he himself has come. I say I'm not holding on to an inferior light. I'm holding on to the greater light. And the greater light says nothing in my path shall be darkness. Everything in my path shall be light. The path of the righteous shall be as a shining light that shineth brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. In this year, every element that is released against you, you have the greater light. It's inside you. It's called the light of Christ. And that light is inside you. The Bible says, as we behold him as in a mirror, we are all changed into the same image. Are you hearing me, somebody? 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, as we behold him as in a glass, as we behold him as in a glass, we are changed. The word change that is we are metamorphosed. It says, but we are with open face. It means that this year your face must be open. You must look into the book. What has been said concerning me? Everything said concerning me. It must come to pass. Beholding us in the glass. Beholding Jesus, the resurrected Christ, as in a glass. The Bible says we are changed. We are metamorphosed. You don't understand what the meaning of metamorphosis is. Metamorphosis means that the morphology of the thing has changed. You don't understand. What it means is that the structure has changed. It means that even if there is no bone structure, by the light of God, the bone structure will be reorganized. When there is nothing there, by the light of God, I'm a burning and a shining light. I say, I shine like a burning light. Hey, hey, hey. I say, I'm a burning and a shining light. You see, John the Baptist was a burning and a shining light. They rejoice in his light. Many will rejoice in my light too. I said they will rejoice in my light too. In other words, in your family, you are not ordinary. You are the one that carries them. You carry the destiny of the family. You may be the last born, but there is something deposited inside you to be the firstborn of that family. Are you hearing me? Because in the realm of the spirit, spirit life is greater than natural life. Are you hearing me, somebody? Spirit life is greater than natural life. Natural life is counted in numbers, but spirit life is counted in eternity. From eternity past into eternity present, I am too old. The devil is a small boy. I said that bastard is a small boy. That 
sickness this year is a small boy. That weakness this year is a small boy. Anything that is a barrier is giving way. I say it's giving way to the light. The morphology around you is changing as we behold him. Everything around you is changing. The Bible says there is a metamorphosis. We are changed into the same image. The same image of Christ when he resurrected. The Bible says he walked through walls. He showed up in rooms. There is something that is about to hit your spirit man and you will be transformed into another man. You will not be ordinary. When men think they can hold your life anyhow, they cannot hold it anyhow. When they think they can make enchantments, they will speak, it will turn into fire in their mouth. When they say this thing is a limitation on you, it will not be a limitation because you are burning in a shining light. When there is a shining light, it cannot be hindered. Men will see the light. I said they will see my light this year. I said they will see my light this year. I said they will see my light this year. I don't know about you, but they will see my light. My light, they will see my light. I say I don't know about you, but they will see my light. Father, we thank you. Come on, lift up your voice. 
and give him glory all over this place. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hantaskidebre halabahaya. Rikados imarabahaya talakaba. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. This morning when I was taking my bath, the Holy Spirit brought to my attention a chat I had with an Indian driver last year. And he picked me up. We were going to church. Uber driver. And whilst talking to the man, he realized that I was from Ghana. And we started talking about United Kingdom of Great Britain. And the driver said that for Britain to colonize Ghana is quite understandable. Because one, Ghana is close in proximity to Britain. And the equator passes through here and Ghana. And number two, Ghana is a small country. So it's quite understandable. Number three, Ghana had no civilization, its own civilization. But the British had their own civilization, so it was understandable. But what beats his imagination is that this small country can go into India, his country, and colonize them. And he said that those days, Pakistan and India were one country. Even now, when you divide India to four, I don't think Great Britain can take one. But he still could not understand how this small, tiny island will travel all the way in a small boat to come and colonize almost a country that is bigger, greater, and larger than it. When the British go to India, they had their own civilization. Look at the days where Taj Mahal, whatever they call it, they had their own systems. But this country, this small country, went to India to possess it. And this is what the Lord was telling me. As small as you are, as small as you are, as insignificant as you are in this year of light and life you are going to dominate your world in the name of Jesus you are going to dominate everywhere you enter in the name of Jesus it doesn't matter the structure that has been already been in place when you enter there you will take dominance in the mighty name of Jesus, 
EWG, your amen is a 2019 amen. Can I get a larger amen here? Can I get a larger amen here? Hallelujah. So this year, we are taking over. This year, we are taking over. It's our year of light and life. I believe the British went there as a light. And they brought a new level of illumination. Can you imagine in Ghana, they brought people with mirrors. You look at your face, <laughs> take my son. I haven't seen my... They bought people with combs. Slave trade. Combs. Your year of light and life. Stretch forth your hand towards our apostle. Very soon, your man of God is going to be released unto the world. Very soon. Very soon. And I saw a strong anointing that exploded like a pressure cooker. And I saw God bringing healings to nations. And I saw specifically East Africa and the Southern Africa countries. Strive forth your hand. By him and the wife. And speak life. Kali brohoshta ikadi hata. Le imahokatize prehastunia paras kadaba. Hear the spirit of the Lord saying the things you were for told in the past is about to manifest. So lift up your eyes and see the fields are ready for you. The fruits thereof are ripening. Say, sun arise. And put on your garment of harvest. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And, okay. This week, permit me, I will prophesy. Yeah. I told Apostle that, you know, over the years we've been trying to hide, but this year we won't hide. And, uh, uh, you know, when we come, use us. Use us. Just use me, okay? Use me. Come to me. I'm not, I wouldn't tell you the other side. You come to me, I'll tell you the other side. Use me. Hallelujah. Before I think I'll do this first row, I'm going to Glasgow. I'll just do this first row. Listen, when is the appreciation? 23rd February, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here, but I want to hear of you. 
I, I was born a pastor's son. I wasn't called into ministry, whether you like it or not, whether it is scriptural or not. To me, I was born into ministry. Okay. So if you ask me, when did God know? I was already into ministry. So I know what ministry is. Others are called. We are born into it. It may not be in your Bible, but There are few pastors who have the heart of your man of God. There are few. Few. Some of you have turned him into a babysitter. The other day he was, one time ago, you were ambulance driver. Because somebody was going to give birth. And they didn't call ambulance. They called a pastor. Some of you, he's your mechanic. Some of you, it's your boyfriends. When your heart is broken, it's the one to console you. And the question is, who polices the policeman? <laughs> who polices the policeman? Not every church you go and you have free access to pastors. Their system is working for them and they respect that. Let our own work for us and let us respect it. The fact that he's very humble and done to it and play with it doesn't mean that we should respect him. It takes someone with such a humble heart Someone will become mingle with the great and the less. If he was in Ghana, when he enters here, one here, one there, one there, one, at least six, because he's in Ghana. That is where you really know that you have a founder in the general this year. But when we all travel, we are here, we are all hustlers here. So our mind becomes hustling mind. But it's about time we learn how to appreciate the man God has given us. It's our time we celebrate your apostle. Up to now, I'm not happy with EWD. My first time in EWD was 2010. When he picked me from the train station, we, went, we came here a little. And he told me he was going to buy something for breakfast. And it was my first time hearing that, that the pastor goes to shop. To shop. Because as a Pentecost pastor's son, milk will come, sugar will come, flour will come, rice will come. Pastors, we don't go to shop. They know how to take care of their person. So my first time here, I forgot about my message. After class, after church, I met the women's fellowship. I said, ha, it's shameful. Your pastor carrying basket in little milk, bread, croissant. 
went to fry egg, cut tomatoes. Praise God. The Pentecost pastor in Glasgow, I don't think he has even entered Morrison before. Maybe you drive there with the wife, and the wife will enter, or just want to work out. Because we've been trained how to take care of our man of God. If today they call you as a Pentecost pastor, your house rent, the car you drive, hospital bills, they are no more your wahala because the church will take care of you. So you are out of the whole year, you are only taking one day to celebrate your man of God. Please. And please again. Also, your son will not cry. This time that your son is pretending to cry. Stop him from me. Try some keys for me, strings, yeah? Not only should you just come with cash or in kind, you should support him in your prayers. Pastor, I need prayers. Then I ask, when I also need prayer, whom should I call? And at times, out of our weakness, we come out to preach to strengthen the weak. Out of our sickness, we come out to preach to heal the sick. At times you go somewhere where God uses you to minister powerfully, you get home and you all have your own wahala to deal with. This year, I told you it's going to be fast in every area of our lives, but we should be vigilant and watchful. Praise the Lord. So I want you to celebrate him and the wife. Next month, pray about it. And let me tell you this. It's not any time, you know, you're, if you are, I'm standing and you and your guests are sitting. No, you, you are old. You, you are double-decker. Sit down. It's not any time you have to, let me teach you something. You have to package money to your pastor because when you take 50 pounds, you think that, oh, a pastor is bigger than 50 pounds. So you keep that 50 pounds. But if that 50 pounds enters Morrison, Asda, Sainsbury, Little, Audi, it will do wonders. Shop 20 pounds, shop 30 pounds, shop 50 pounds. Even if it is 10 pounds, it can buy a tea roll. Bring it to church, put it in the boot. Do that. Because at times, if a pastor doesn't have money, it's difficult to ask. I want to encourage you, as this man comes out of his spirit to give you the kind of word he's preaching. You are a world-class church and you are receiving the best of the world. Go to some churches and the word that is preached there, you wonder, even them, they hail their pastor. They, they hail their pastor, they call them my papa. Spiritually, the Lord opened my eyes and I saw you and a certain man who is like a boss to you. 
And I saw that there was a conference that was about to come. And the conference had to do with grains. Grains, 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 grains. And the man was supposed to go with you in that conference. But before the conference, the man wasn't feeling well. So he gave you the assignment to do the research on that grains. I hear grains, 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 grains. And you did the research. You did the research. You did the research. And when the time came for the man to do the presentation, he said, that, can you convert it to PowerPoint? I will just go and present it on behalf of Ghana. On behalf of Ghana. Spiritually, I saw that when the time came for the man to do presentation, he started having running stomach. He started having running stomach. So the man told you to go and do the presentation when the conference break and there's time for workshop. When they call Ghana, he will sit at the back, go and do the presentation. I saw you do the presentation and the people rejoice. After that, a certain white man gave you a card, gave you a card. And I saw that the card was written F. With the UN logo. World Food Organization. And F F A O. And the man told you that he knows somebody in Ghana. He would tell the person at their office in Ghana about you. Spiritually, I saw. That a new door was open for you. Rabatus Ivahayatalikava. I see you entering into an international organization. And I saw that you work only for one year and two months. And they posted you into another nation and they started paying you in dollars. Effort your hand. Shout in the name of Jesus. Whatever is due me this year, I receive it right now. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. In the name of Jesus. See us, the Lord. Shall come to pass spiritually. I entered into the family and I saw your mother's prayers that dealt with certain strongholds in the family, and I saw that it was like a land, a field, and I'm talking to you. And the big trees were uprooted. And the big trees were uprooted. And I saw your mother handed over the baton to you. But that which they gave you, the Lord said, you don't need it for this time. 
And I saw the Lord give you something like a sword. And I saw you clearing the land, clearing the land, clearing the land. And I saw new, new, new green leaves started growing on the land. Says the Lord, from your generation, downwards, the Lord is turning the fortunes of the family around. And from this year, there is a strong visitation coming over the family. Divisions in the family will come together because it's a religious conflict caused by witchcraft, and prosperity shall spring, says the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come and hold your husband's hand. You are coming to usher for your husband. Spiritually, I saw them walking among the what was the, uh, the, the they call it the woods here. Walking among the woods, the woods. And I saw them come into a place like a palace. And as they entered, the custodian of that palace said, they will not permit you two to come in because your feet are too dirty for the place. As the confusion was going on because this family was saying that it belongs to us. And the custodian Somebody like a curator, like a caretaker says that no, it does not belong to those who have dated their feet. Then I saw an angel of the Lord appeared. Wash your feet. Drive away the curator and handed you over the keys. When you entered the place that looked like a, a palace, it's like a fortress, like a castle. I saw that the place had been kept for a long time, so there were so many cobwebs. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come and wave your hands. Shout, thank you, Jesus. Shout, thank you, Jesus. Shout, thank you, Jesus. And I saw when you entered, light entered. And I saw all of a sudden, every room you enter changed. Every room you entertain, says the Lord, this year 2020, there's going to be a divine order in your life. And every door that was closed to this family is opened. In the name of Jesus, you are going to be a shining examples in your various family.
and there are people who don't even know about you even in your own family they will start reconnecting themselves to you say yes the lord who was here stand here thank you holy ghost stretch out your hand to us thank you holy ghost would you profess this Thank you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> the Lord carried me into a nursery place. A place they do the agricultural nursery. They nest seeds, seeds, seedlings. And I saw it was the way they do it in Africa, the traditional one, where they use a baby. Palm front. Are you getting it? What I was saying that the angel that is speaking to me is speaking to me in tree. And I'm doing mental editing to speak it in English. So permit me, yeah. I brought it from Ghana, so he doesn't know your English. And what happens is that when they use the palm front to cover the seedlings, they do so so that when it rains, the pressure from the rain will not hit directly to the seedlings, but it will receive it and equally distribute the showers upon the seedlings. Nalai. And in due season, the seed was start germinating. When I entered the field, I saw one that was covered with tapoli. And the seedlings were not growing. And I asked, Whose bed is this? And they said it was yours. And I saw people queuing to come and collect their seedlings to go and plant in their farm. But there are seasons upon seasons, three seasons passed, and yours hadn't germinated. Then I saw the angel of the Lord took that tapoli, took that covering off. And I saw all of a sudden, it didn't rain, but I saw cloud covered the seedlings, and I saw them germinate. Germinate, germinate, germinate. And it did not only germinate to become seedlings for others. I saw it germinated into something like a farmland. A farmland, a farmland. And what a, when I saw it, I saw that it was like cocoa, but it wasn't cocoa. It was like a coffee. Seedlings coming. And I said, oh Lord, is it a coffee farm? He said, no. Your toys of the past, your struggles of the past, the seeds you have sowed. This year, 2020, he, the Lord, is not only going to cause it to germinate, but they are going to bear fruits with seeds in them. There's going to be a visitation in your life this year. Seeds are coming, plants are coming, harvests are coming your way. 
things you never even pray for shall locate you this year. Says the Lord. Who was here? You. Thank you. Glorious God. Beautiful King. Excellent. I bow before glory. With your hands and prayers. Jesus, when the man of God was preaching, he said that there are lights that can do, that can be hidden. You are light of the world, but you cannot even light in your bedroom. Shout in the name of Jesus. Whatever has hidden my light, this year 2020, I come out in the name of Jesus. The Lord is ministering to me. There is a John you are about to meet. A John. A John. A John. A John you are about to meet. And when you meet this John, this John will tell you that the late father used to work in government in Tanzania. The late father used to work in government in Tanzania. You meet this John. You meet this John. This John, I don't know, but coincidentally or accidentally, is the John the Baptist of your life. Because I see in the realms of the spirit a political seat that has been prepared for you. I see a political seat. And it is going to be by appointment. It is going to be by appointment. This John, this John, because of his late father, his late father raised a political son who is in government, but he is not known now. God is going to cause that man to rise up to a position of influence. And the man had other departments under him. And when he was talking to this John about who can I handle this sensitive position to, that John mentioned your name. 
spiritually I saw when that position was handed to you there was a battle in the family because they said that they have not seen such a star in this family before so they would do everything to bring you down but I saw the angel of the Lord holding a sword and protecting you see as the Lord he will be your shield and exceeding great reward Son of God is lifted high. The Son of God is lifted high. The Son of God is lifted high. The Son of God is lifted high. Oh, wonderful and glorious Jesus. The Son of God is lifted up. 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 Oh, 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 oh. Wonderful. said in the vision man of God pray for my daughter pray for my daughter so that she will not go through the battles I went through are you a member here your member to you. He said, man of God, pray that they don't do to her what they did to me. And I said, what did they do to you? And spiritually, I see the woman telling me,
I said, man, his eyes will be open. Next year, when I prophesy, then he also prophesied. I'm ending here. The first row. Maybe tomorrow I'll start with the second row. I'm believing God by the time I live here, every one of you, by the grace of God, will receive a word that you run with this year. No night in Zion, there is no night there. Hallelujah, there is no sudden something will happen that will pave the way for you. The Lord has ministered to me that I should also warn you to learn how to control your mouth. That buka cavity. And when there is a promise of hope to you. Don't be too quick to share it. Especially on phone. Why? Because the demon that has been assigned <laughs> to monitor and ensure that nothing good comes into your life. It's too close. And he's on the phone. 
Stretch forth your hand towards our sister. Hear me. It's a 14, 14 days, eh? 14 day, after this 14 days, the cycles in the bloodline is broken over your life. Hear me. After these 14 days, there will never be a time in your life something will happen and you will say that it is traceable to that which is in the family. Stretch forth your hand towards our sister. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I release joy on that name. Thank you. Precious Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus name. The line is end. Or oh, I should add you. Uh, do you want me to add you? Do you want to be added? Yes. Your faith is low. I'm going to Glasgow. I shall continue. Hallelujah. Amen. Tomorrow, let's take our offerings and our fights. We bless the communion in Jesus' name. Amen. Tomorrow from 6 o'clock is 6 to 8. So make time to be part of tomorrow's prayer session. And um, please, let's fast as well. If you have never fasted before, at least try 6 to 12.